Hi. Um, so some things have changed. <laughs> um, I'm Nia, for those that don't know. And let's get right into it. So I've been contemplating this for a while, and I hope you guys like the uh, the new logo artwork. Um, I've been contemplating this for a while, and I did have a feeling over the past couple months that I was going to either want to delete or at least archive a lot of the um, original episodes. By the time you guys hear this and it's uploaded, they probably will be. I just need to figure out what to do with them. Um, it's not like they're bad or anything. I just... Um, I know a lot of you like them, but I also just feel so different that I just want to reiterate, or not reiterate, I just want to, um, actually, yeah, I guess reiterate some of the concepts I was talking about in earlier episodes, not necessarily with a clear lens, but a... Maybe just a little a little more refined. And don't worry, they will be just as uh, sharp and raw as before. I think what I'm trying to say is that I feel so, not like I feel like a different person, but there are things that I grow I grow with you guys. And given like the I guess almost educational nature of some or if not all of the episodes, there are some topics where I'm like, yo, like I don't even want to make a part two to it. I just wanna redo the whole episode. You know? Not only that, I just something just clicked and I don't know if it's like Leo season and and the Lionsgate shit, uh, you know. But something finally just clicked today where I was just like and for many different facets of facets of my life, uh, which I'm gonna talk about, just felt like almost starting over. Starting over and mainly just getting ready to move and move on. Like the train I was on was stalled for the past couple months and I knew it would be and that's fine because that was um sorry it's like so hot I have to keep my AC on um the train that I was on just felt like stalled you know and I knew it would be and that's very much fine because that's what I honestly that's pretty much what I wanted I only ever wanted for the summer to just take care of myself and get out of a messy situation I was dealing with and just lay low and do nothing but i don't know like eat fruit and chickpea chocolate chip cookies and hang out with my best friend and one or two close family members that that was really it and now i'm getting to the point of point and point of leo season where it's like okay it's time to step out it's time to open up and step step back out and this almost just feels like like a personal rebranding 
Like, you know the point in a season on a TV show where you're just kind of like, damn, like everyone's going through it. And even if they're not going through it, going through it, you just feel the kind of muck or you feel things being stalled or you just see like, OK, we, we got like three or three or four like filler episodes back to back. That's cool. I was, and again, very much fine with this in a filler episode stage. And now I'm at the point where it's like you're ready to pick back up with the season or start a new season, you know? And it's just been so, so interesting. Um, All of a sudden, I figured out what type of... Because for those that are new, I kind of fucking live everywhere. Mainly New York and Los Angeles. Um... I did live in Miami for a bit. Would love to go back to Miami or have my own place or something. Or, But New York and Miami, our main bases, would also love to have a base somewhere in Europe. But that one's going to be... I don't want to say it's going to be a longer time coming. Who knows? You never know where life would take you. But that one, it's not one that I currently have like planned on my uh, checklist for anytime soon. Um... And I finally kind of, I surrendered my apartment um, a couple months ago, maybe like two or so. And I didn't even bother um, getting a new one in Los Angeles. I just stayed in New York and I was like, I didn't feel like I was on a path of destruction in Los Angeles. But I felt like one, I was dealing with some messy shit that truly was not my fault. And I was dealing with people that were extremely unwell and manipulative. And one, being around that energy fucks with you as a person, especially if you're very strong-willed, so you know the game that they're trying to put you in. So you have to just... So your armor is up and your barriers are up so that they can't penetrate it. But it's a lot, walking around in full-on night night in armor gear 24-7. You know, you're not supposed to be like that. So I was dealing with that and then just a lot of like indulgent behaviors, whether it was um, indulgence in overspending, indulgence in food, indulgence in um, or overindulgence, yeah, indulgence in like sex, which for me, I started to realize I was just kind of losing my fucking brain cells with with each moment (laughs) and it got to the point where it was just like I can never prioritize or I could just never be one of the girls that's just like I'm willing to risk it all just to go have sex and get a little attention like I just can't do that and when I say risk it all for me that's just even as much as okay I was just losing a little bit of focus you know and I was like, all right, well, until I learn how to balance the two, I'm taking the shit away entirely. <laughs> um, and I was just in such a weird spot where I knew I had to, I knew I had to leave it because it was just a long time, long time coming. And it, it, it was just a mess. And it was, I realized that I was put in a situation to maybe at the very least teach me okay 
you're ready to you can meet people at certain parts of your path but don't expect to or don't listen when they try to convince you that you guys are supposed to only expand together like whatever they do you do whatever you do they do and it's always in the same timeline because they're codependent and they want you to they're fine with you growing so long as it's never more or faster than they are they're fine with you growing as long as you guys grow at the exact same time at the exact same rate or if you're a little bit behind that's what they're even more comfortable with And I realized very early on in that situation, oh, this person was quite literally, people were quite literally talking about like, oh, we're going to do this, 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 and this. And we're almost like we're just going to hold hands through the process, through the process. And they were people that I didn't even, they were new in my life, you know? So I was like, wait, what the hell? Like, no offense, but like my goals aren't your goals. And what's to say that I won't outgrow you? And be honest, that's exactly what I did, and they were very upset over it. Because in my mind, when they were saying, this is the timeline we're all going to pop out on, I was thinking, okay, but I grow very fast. That's always been my thing. Like, I'll have a downtime for a bit, and then it's like, boom, 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 boom. One thing after the next, after the next, you know? Which can be very um, disconcerting to some people their loss so i remember thinking okay but what if my next step isn't your next step what if my next step is 10 steps ahead of what you can conceptualize for your next step so i was i realized that and i was just like all right well i need to get out because there's a lot of like weird shit going on did i just knew i needed to surrender it burn it all down fuck it surrendered that surrendered my apartment surrendered the um uh any semblance of like a a relationship i was in surrendered my car because i did not i could not take it with me to new york um just wasn't feasible at the time everything so now here i am and we have so much to talk about because a lot of shit just finally clicked today and I knew it would, and I was just waiting for the time. Because you can't force anything, you know. You can't, um... The timeline we have in our in our um, little pea brains is never the timeline that the universe or God or, like, you know, whatever you believe in. That's never the timeline that the universe has. Like, we have our timeline, and the universe is like, all right, that's cool. The little humans, like, making notes in their little fucking notebook. I don't really care though. <laughs> Little do they know I'm gonna shake shit up, you know. But I felt very uh, ready to take the next step because I don't think this summer I felt like I was in a cocoon per se. Last summer I had totally stepped out of my cocoon. I think this summer I just the best analogy I could I could uh, say is that I stalled the train stalled the train parked the train for maintenance it's like yo we'll start moving taking stops again uh taking trips again metaphorically speaking when the time is right so here we are and 
welcome all right so like let's get into it i um and for anyone that is new or doesn't know i don't really do this shit like super organized i don't record it in the studio i don't really see the need of that for podcasts for being honest i don't it's just me talking into my into my phone it's that's pretty much as raw as it gets like wherever i am that's wherever i record from and you you guys just get my like stream of consciousness and occasionally um the topics are planned but like whatever i say is what we go with (laughs) (sighs) okay so i was watching um i got recommended uh this video on youtube right and um it was a three about three minute um interview clip from lauren gray i believe she i'm not really sure what lauren does i know she like she's really big on tiktok but before that she was on that like music app or whatever uh i was never on it that shit intimidated me too much because that just was not my personality um she i think she's pretty sure she sings i does she act i think she might act and she, she's also like super pretty and i she's i want to say she's 19 no more than 20 i want to say let's look it up real quick i don't think she's older than um 21 oh yeah she's 19 okay so she was um this interview pops up on my uh youtube recommended which is very interesting i've never clicked on anything uh, relating to her or relating to any like big social media conventional influencers or tiktokers or anything but for some reason this interview popped up and it was a clip of this interview and she's talking about and it's titled like her issues with um influencer culture and more specifically influencer like parties and stuff and how she called them sad and depressing and she was saying and this was so beautiful at 19 years old she doesn't go to them mind you she lives in like la right she doesn't go to them she doesn't prefer to go to them she tries not to go to them and she it was almost like she was saying like yo i'm like too old for this shit and at, at only 19 and the way she described it was so succinct and beautiful and self-aware and i I, when i saw it this morning i was like wow i was definitely meant to see this for a reason so she had mentioned you know and i quote she had learned i can be successful without being attached to other people and i found that just so 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 interesting because it's true and we often um don't give ourselves um what how do i want to say this a lot of times we can tend to forget that so even if we're not the ones attaching ourselves onto other people in terms of success we let other people attach themselves onto us kind of like what i was saying earlier right especially in LA in the LA influencer um entertainment industry culture you'll meet a lot of people who they want you to do the they want you to do the mixy mixy bullshit right 
In New York, it's a bit less like that. At least in New York, people are more, I think they're more business oriented, like that very earthy energy, where they'll tell you straight up, like, I want to meet and this is a business meeting. Where in LA, it's more, hey, you seem so cool. Let's go get brunch. Let's go get party. And it's all for business and networking, but no one wants to admit it. And it turns out that every aspect of of the connection you have with this person, even if you don't realize, it's all for personal gain. So you'll meet with someone and they're like, let's be friends. We'll go do, do this and do that and invite you here, there. Uh, uh. And then you realize quite literally none of it's real. It's all arranged. Um, it's all arranged. It's all fabricated. It's all planned. And I realize, especially with a lot of, like, the younger people in L.A., at least in, like, my generation and the generations around mine, uh, we, I don't think a lot of these, these people, these kids, actually know how to, they don't know how to do business. And they don't know how to ask someone to help them with their business. So that's why you see a lot of these um, influencers move to L.A. and they lose their minds and might lose their careers and as soon as they rise is as soon as they fall because all they know how to do is take high school and apply it to their business life and they um no one's told them do not mix business and personal right so she was saying like you go to you see these cool influencer parties and they look so dope and like you know when you're you're following some of these people on Instagram and you see them at a party or event or something kick back get together and it's like wow this person knows this person oh no they happen to know that person and they know that person wow how interesting and it looks like they're having such a great time wow I'd want to be in that group all the things well one either the influencer or their team PR and everything will plan and say yo I'm gonna set you up to uh hang with these five go to this event very lucrative you guys can like just by you guys pretending to be friends and taking some pictures together and being in the same proxy same proximity proximity excuse me that'll give you maybe a couple thousand more followers it'll give you some more views it'll give you some more traction um etc more engagement um yeah so then what ends up happening is you go you see these events and they look super cool and what lauren was explaining was that you turn the camera off and as soon as like everyone agrees to post and shit at the same time and then as soon as the cameras are off everyone's just silent which seems so to the average person so hard to conceptualize but imagine just imagine like imagine you're at like little like a birthday family birthday party and every when all the phones are out everyone's super chipper and happy and then as soon as the phones are down and no one's watching everyone's like yo fuck off i don't want to talk to you and that's what it is and it's so interesting because there's this girl that i follow and she's pretty cool but i remember seeing um i started seeing these posts that she would make with other influencers i remember thinking yo this seems so out of place like, I know how some of those girls are on a personal level. One, if we're being real, those girls do not have any friends of color. Unless maybe, maybe 
it's a girl that's like if it is a friend of color she has to be mixed with white and she has to be white passing or somewhat white passing and i remember thinking like yo this doesn't and i mean it when i say like these girls don't make exceptions they never do and i see i see this girl um excuse me water break all of a sudden just out of the blue i'm like oh huh they're all friends because it looked so fucking odd and then it hit me okay this is definitely like pr right which was almost sad because this girl for a while she was just riding the wave and now you start to see to a scary extent like the forced friendship and the um orchestrated and calculated uh friendships which I can only imagine what that's doing to her mental health, right? Because you're hanging around girls that would not want to be around girls that look like you, period, ever. And you're pretending to be best friends on camera and then off camera you hate each other. Now, if you can keep that strictly business and you have the understanding of that, that's totally cool. Like me, with the money mindset I have and the I think the New York business mentality I have... I wouldn't mind going up to and striking a deal with um, someone in the same uh, sphere, realm, and saying, yo, let's, um, for business purposes, your content and my content and your name and my name combined, it would be a really good mix. Let's um, not pretend, but pretend to be friends or date or whatever for for growth. Let's sign a fucking contract on it. Like, that's, that, I don't think that's a bad thing, but... I mean, most ethical, no. But business-wise, I would rather approach someone and have that shit laid out on the table as opposed to your team forces you to go hang out with a group of people just so that you it can hopefully pay off. Anyway, continuing. Um, sorry, I just got a text. And I have the attention span of a flea. So when she was saying, like, I can be successful without being attached to other people, it really, really hit because I was at this point where I am just very, very um, self-assured and independent. And it took me a, it took me a minute because I was extremely confused and I couldn't quite understand why. Um, not like I couldn't understand, but I thought it was weird that I have these grown gr- grown women I mean, by the time you're in your 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 late twenties, you're grown. You're grown, grown. So I have these like grown women, and they're in their late twenties. Um, I um wanting to hold on to me. They couldn't stand me, but they wanted to hold on to me with the highest grip because they wanted to springboard off of me, and they didn't want they had this big ego issue so they didn't want me to grow faster than they were growing they couldn't stand me but they didn't want me to leave because they wanted to see me submit to them so they didn't want me there but they didn't not they didn't want me like not there and this one manipulative girl i realized her whole thing was like she had nothing going for her honestly she was on some weird shit and she just had nothing going for her which is very sad 
So she realized, okay, if I can surround myself with powerful people, and instead of learning from them, um, she was just going to just try to take what they had, quite literally. Like, if one person was signed to a modeling agency, she would beg that person to put her on. If one person um, knew this connection, she would beg them to um put them in touch very 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 like needy energy and it came from a place of lack and a place of like manipulation because nothing's genuine like when you don't build genuine connections and you're just focused on surface level connects so to speak nothing's gonna stick so i realized that and i realized her obsession and hatred of me and had a lot of different reasons also was surrounded with this concept of like wanting to feeling like she could only be successful if she was attached to other people so lauren goes on to continue and she's like when she goes out she wants to now feel safe and taken care of and i was like oh my heart oh my god absolutely beautiful truly because i don't really go out like i go out but only with certain people i don't go to house parties or not very rarely not really because i don't know again new york mentality you don't know whose house that is you don't know doesn't matter how rich they are if the owner of the house has some weird shit going on or weren't out for their arrest you don't know where the drinks are and what they put in it you don't know who else is living in the house or who else is in the house who's invited you don't know how to get in or out like you don't know how to get out if you need to like you like or like god like god forbid some shit happens you you're you're extremely unfamiliar like you're just you're in someone's home i don't think people realize how weird it actually is like i really don't fuck with house parties like don't just tell me like yo we're gonna pull up to this random person's home no i'm not doing it either we go to an event or a club or because i would also meet girls in la too would be like oh i'm going to so and so this rapper this celebrity this musician this uh act actor actresses home and i'm like that for like a house party and i'm like that part that person because if in the public eye you know they like beat women god knows what they do in private and you're you're gonna go to their house because it sounds cool because it sounds like oh cool celebrity house party mm. even if not that my time is so sacred and valuable and the idea of wasting because if you're not enjoying it you're wasting it or if it's not useful at least you're wasting it if it's not if it doesn't give you rest if it doesn't make your soul feel safe and heard you're wasting that you're wasting that time and energy the idea of going anywhere and not feeling um well like i'm heard like i'm seen the idea of going somewhere and and knowing that there are people in the room that are jealous of me there are people in the room that are evil eyeing me which is not a fucking joke that is not good it's not a good feeling it's not a good energy to be around it's not a good vibration to hang in i'd rather only go out here and there as opposed to constantly throwing myself out there all the time and just being a little energetic springboard for people to like an energetic punching bag for people you know what time are we at all right about 30 minutes okay and i it's just all given me a lot to think about because at at that time when i was in los angeles um all this year i was 
I've all, I'm always very, very, very discerning. And in LA, you notice the temptation or the way people want to tempt you to, or can try to tempt you to um, be more. Mm, be like an open door just be like an open revolving door for everyone and i'm not like that like oh i'm focused on my career everyone if i'm meeting people with business negotiations and shit it's going on an excel spreadsheet i'm not doing the mixy shit i'm not doing the house party shit i'm doing my yoga and (laughs) and my daily walks and i'm going to sleep on time unless i'm going to a man's house and even i am going to see a guy that I'm dating or in a relationship with, he knows better, unless it's like a late, late, late night, he knows better than to fuck up my schedule. <laughs> so like, I'm still like, I'm living my life and following my routine to keep myself happy and sane and healthy. You know what I'm saying? And there were a lot of people that would be like, oh, like, you don't want to like do this or that or that. And I'm like, no, like, I'm tired. Okay, but if, if you're tired, but like, you don't want to go and meet this meet this dude who knows this person this person but they also are doing hardcore drugs and their energy is really weird and they might try to like slip their hand on slip their hand on your thigh a couple times no not really tell me the appeal because there isn't any i was very very strict with that because i'm just so strict on where my energy goes and i noticed how when you meet people that are so used to just being an energetic energetic punching bag and have no boundaries that makes them very uncomfortable because like is your life actually getting better with the shit you're doing or do you just have have weird little fake stories to write home about at the end of the day that make you kind of feel validated right continuing um if you have anything to drink you should drink it i'm talking like water by the way stay hydrated (laughs) i um I um, was thinking about this concept of... We talk about pretty privilege sometimes, right? And girls, women who are wounded in their femininity, that's where you see jealousy. That's where you see um, their control, um, cattiness, pettiness. Um, They fight over men. they um sorry i was just looking at this one curl and it's so like because i have curly hair and it's like this curl is so like not misshapen but it's one of my looser curls and i'm just looking at it like huh that is because it's like soft and everything she's just like she's, she's got a, a weird little shape going on anyway that's where you see women that maybe they develop all sorts of like issues and disorders and um they are maybe they're really fucking whiny maybe instead of receiving they also have issues um with not receiving all sorts of things and when it comes to that women that are wounded in their mess in their femininity excuse me very much have issues with women that are pretty and like hear me out and this is coming from someone that knows what it's like to be like the ugly duckling, like all the things. You'll notice that confident, attractive women only have other confident, attractive women around them. 
they don't just have pretty bitches around them. They have pretty bitches that know they're pretty and that are strong-willed. Because you can't risk it. The whole concept of like keep your enemies, keep your friends close, but keep your enemies closer is so fucking stupid. Like you have to understand you are playing with like your life truly, your energy, your future when you keep around people that don't like you. Because if anything, you're just telling the universe like, well, that's what I'm willing to tolerate. That's the type of vibration I'm willing to be around is people that I know kind of like me, but also can't stand me. People that I know evil, evil eye me on the daily. People that are jealous of me and need to constantly remind themselves that I'm a human being. You don't want to keep that energy close because then people do that shit. And then they wonder, oh, well, why is nothing working for me? Why is everything falling apart? Well, because you, you want to stay in a snake pit. Like, I'm not really sure how you expect, like, all your fucking flowers to grow and for you to see this garden in your life if you're literally staying in a snake pit full of weeds. Because, oh, this snake is nice to me sometimes, right? I think that's also why a lot of people like keeping their enemies close. Because you like the attention. Because, I don't know, like, attachment injuries and, like, all sorts of, like, childhood trauma and shit. I've noticed that people that have those issues from childhood and trauma and are unresolved in that way, they love the concept of keeping their enemies close because it's the only attention they get it's the only way they feel loved in a way in a, in a misplaced way any attention is better than no ten- no attention so if they have a bitch that's ready to ruin their life that's fine because oh at least she like cares for me not cares for me at least she will care about me in terms of caring what i'm doing because she wants to make a li- mental list in her head of all the reasons why she fucking hates me so she has to keep up with me you know so um yeah you'll notice that really secure women will only ever have really secure women around them because they can't risk it i mean i like to think about um who's a really good example on the celebrity level i I would like to say the Kardashians and Jenners, even though the younger two, um, obviously Kendall and Kylie, they can kind of, um, we all know, like, they, that, what we've seen in the media, they can have, you'll see every couple months, like, the media report on this friend issue or that friend issue, but especially if I think about, like, Kim or, um, yeah, I would say even Kim, especially, I like you know she keeps her circle very very tight very small you don't hear of her having like weak women around her because she can Kylie I want to say is another example although some people may say she has questionable friends she is very choosy about who her friends are and you'll you'll notice um she will always remain on top not in a way like she's stepping on people but her friends will always be sort of like at a similar level as her and if they start doing any weird shit that you you see them like slowly or steadily being phased out of her life very typically very gracefully so why do i say all this um you know, I was watching this TikTok and I've seen a bunch on this topic and I've even spoken on this topic in the past. Um, and in this one TikTok in particular, this girl was like talking about how she, and she was a pretty girl, 
would have issues with women and she would be kind and genuine and her female friendships either wouldn't last or she would find that they were talking shit about her all sorts of things and then finally someone in her life told her it was her mother actually you're pretty and you're so pretty that they can't stand it and the girl was like no that can't be the reason maybe there's something wrong with me and her mother was like no cap i'm not saying this because you're my daughter you are pretty and no one likes no one wants to not be the prettiest in the room no one wants to be second place in the room especially confident in unconfident woman confident woman everyone's pretty like oh she's pretty and she has these gorgeous um eastern european features oh she's pretty and she's got these gorgeous um southeast asian asian features oh she's pretty and she's got got these gorgeous 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 black black features um african features afro-caribbean features oh she's go- like you know confident woman can say that confident woman can say yo we all kind we all have blonde hair and blue eyes and we're and we and we all kind of look similar we all look good confident woman can say yo we all um have tan skin brown eyes and 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 curly black hair we all look similar and we're all super pretty like whatever the fuck whatever the fuck it is confident woman won't see an issue they're like oh i'm pretty and you're pretty and you're pretty confident secure and non-threatened women the issue comes when you're around women that even if they're pretty, they, they don't think that way about themselves. So it's not just like they see you as a threat because they do, but more so like they just see you as a problem. So when you have that, you'll notice, you'll see a lot of pretty, pretty women that are very sweet that can tend to be, that can maybe be lonely or they won't have a big circle, which I don't, I, honestly, coming from someone that is, <laughs> you shouldn't. Um, or at the very least you'll notice a lot of really 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 pretty girls whether it's intentional or not they only have bitches that kind of look like them act like them walk like them talk like them around them because anything else like say you have a girl that like you, you just can't have it because gosh and it's so it's it's so messy you will notice that these girls will try to ruin you they will either try to ruin you or ruin your life i archived this episode for now but i will speak on it again i had girls who they were sweet take that back take that back i take that back i thought they were sweet actually very malicious i all thought we were always on the same page and it turned out, because one of the girl's boyfriends had said this to me when he was drunk, all the, everyone in the group thought I was stuck up. Everyone, they all thought I was really, really pretty. And I knew I was pretty, but I guess I didn't realize to what extent or to what ex- the type of pretty I was seen as. So he said this while drunk about his, his girlfriend and all of her friends, because we were all in the same place. And it even got into the extent where, like, I knew they would talk about me all the time behind my back. Not and not even only in a bad way, but more so just like I was always the top topic of conversation because they'd never seen or met anyone like me, so they were like obsessed with me, and it got into the extent where I thought these girls that someone had my back, and they knew I was interested in a person and 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 seeing a person, and they knew he had a whole girlfriend, and they let him date me and fuck me anyway, 
right and did not tell me until did not tell me oh he has a girlfriend and they didn't they didn't care how i felt they didn't care that i was like oh you know i like him i hope things go forward with him because he had quote unquote bigger things going on and they were very much fine with me being his collateral damage extremely disrespectful right so when i tell you things like you're like having girls around you that don't really fuck with you is dangerous it's dangerous because one i mean if we're, let's get into it a lot of you guys like don't get tested i swear to god like i know i practically say this like every episode but i don't care you need to be like using protection and getting tested especially if you're into the whole hookup culture sneaky link shit which i'm not nor will like i'm just not you need to be getting tested when stuff like that goes down my first thought is yo like this was someone that i had slept with in the confidence of thinking that they were not doing the really because what the things the things that this this man was on was really messed up i think that thinking that they were not doing like you know just dog behavior because at the at that point i had learned he was just on the type of behavior where like any woman he 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 got like a whiff of he would just try to fuck them you know and for me my brain goes okay so you knew he was out here just just taking any woman like not taking like he, he was out here hooking up with any woman he could on top of the fact that he had an entire girlfriend and that he was cheating on his girlfriend with me and he was doing like i I swear honestly if i'm being real when guys are like hoes (laughs) it is some terrifying shit so you knew all of this my first thought is safety okay because men like that they don't get tested so now i get tested like before i after every partner but now i have to go into it with an extra like double triple level layer of like god please help me in this situation because now i know okay at the same time this man was seeing me he was also hopping around like five other women and i have to hope and pray that he did not have anything or catch anything from any of this woman because not only was he with all of these different women but of course he was not using protection with any of these women right that's what that's what i mean when i talk about like dangerous you know and these were girls that were very clearly and i had been confirmed by their boyfriends were jealous of me and thought i was pretty but thought i was so ethereally pretty that even though they liked me like the idea of me they couldn't fucking stand me so when they saw that door open they were like yo we have to take it it was like a sickness they saw that they saw the door open new morally it was bastardized and corrupt and, and and just shitty but they couldn't help themselves from hoping from just wanting to see me suffer and now that might sound like a actually i don't want to say that sounds like sounds like an extreme example because a lot of women will say shit like this but they won't even catch it right and i was watching this show um too out to handle and there's this girl on it kayla in season two and i remember thinking like wow she is so 
She is the prettiest one in the show, honestly. Honestly, you can debate me on that. I don't really care. And she's not getting any attention. She's not getting any, any attention from the guys, any attention from the girls. Very, very down to earth, very level headed. And she was demonized and treated like shit. One of the girls threw her in the pool, very mean girl shit. And I realized it's because she's so pretty, no one else can handle it. Men, one thing I've learned is that men can be jealous of pretty girls too, in a weird, weird way, in a way that I'm still learning um, how to articulate. But I've seen, um, spoken about and conceptualized a couple times now. Where I think it's because they almost feel like the girl is so pretty she can do and get whatever she wants. So they know that she, um, she, in a way, weird way, has even more of an advantage than they do in society. And they don't like it and they feel like she can't, she's always going to do better than them or want better than him. So they're not a fan of how pretty she is. And for women, it's just like, you know, even though we talk about girl boss and women supporting women, it's bullshit you know so i watched the show and i remember thinking wow the prettiest girl on the show who is sweet and is not fucking with anyone gets kicked off and then it hit okay she once again was so attractive and very like she looked like you know the 2014 victoria's secret model style that no one else could handle it no one knew what to do with her because she wasn't just pretty. She wasn't just average pretty. She wasn't just influencer pretty. She was like pretty, pretty. To the point where she was ostracized. And I just think it's so, so interesting. You know, there's this concept as well that like when you're out with other in a group of people. And if you're in a group of friends or fake friends, so to speak, that um, they make fun of you. They always seem to put you down in particular. One, you need to fucking leave and like grow some, not grow some balls, but grow, just like grow the confidence and courage to just leave. Better to be alone than tolerate a shitty situation. But there, it, um, one thing I learned was that on a like biological and science level, if you notice like you're always being the one picked on or whatever, it's because the weakest person in the group has noted you as the strongest person in the group. So they will do everything in their power to make themselves look strong, even though they are the weakest. So they will have to make you look like the weakest, even though you're the strongest. And you're like, wait, what do you mean? I don't, I don't think I'm the strongest. You, you, you definitely are. Whether you're the prettiest or you're the smartest or you have the most self-confidence or you're the least bothered. Or maybe you just have the most potential. Maybe you're at a similar place in life as all these people, but you just have the most potential right that in and of itself might make you the strongest in the group and that might make you a threat right so in learning that it makes a lot of sense why things like this happen because you see people like on that show like with these fake friends i was talking about like with the people in la i was talking about as well and wrapping into pretty privilege and all of that shit they see something that they want that they note or perceive as you having as a strength so they need to one make you look like you are the weakest which is why you really have to keep your head on straight and two, make themselves do all of this to make themselves look like the strongest because they realize they have no pull and it just goes so 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 deep
And it, it, it is quite ridiculous. Like, I even... This is the last thing I want to talk about. Going off of that. Um, I've always liked dressing nice, looking good, taking care of myself. Um, and this one woman said, you know, she would always get dressed up and go to school in high school. You know, heels, makeup, everything. She just liked taking care of herself. She liked looking good. And the thing thing is like you are presenting yourself every day so why not put your best foot forward every day and i agree with that i personally don't like the idea of like going out in fucking pajamas every single day and then wowing everyone with how good you can look every once in a while for me that personally is clown behavior because imagine you have all this life and you just choose to like purposely look like shit every day not like oh i'm in a rush whatever whatever like because you i'm not talking about like looking above and beyond i'm just talking about looking good and presentable purposely choosing to look like shit and then popping out every like once in a balloon moon to show like how good you can look if you put in any effort that really doesn't make sense to me but whatever anyway so she was saying like you know her friend and her name's phone was try hard because that friend was obviously like i don't know like probably weird looking and jealous and the friend had even said oh it's just because you try right she was just like it's just because you try so hard what that translates to because no this girl is not trying too hard what that translates to is you're willing to do things i'm not you look good and you're willing to look good every day and i don't have i don't even have the confidence because what that also comes down to is a lot of girls don't even feel confident looking good right you ever see that friend that's like or you see someone shopping with their friends and they're like yo when everyone's like yo you look so good in that dress and they're like yeah but i would feel uncomfortable or they try on makeup or and we can get into makeup and and all of that another episode but or they just like you know wear their hair in a way that looks cute or they do things that just flatter and accentuate them and they're like yo i I feel really uncomfortable like i don't want to do it even though they know that they might not even require any effort but they're like yo they know they don't feel comfortable being uh secure in themselves like the concept is foreign to them so when they see people that are so confident and secure in themselves, or even if they're not, they're still willing to put their best foot forward, it's very triggering. Because I was similar in high school as well, where I would wear, like, new makeup look every day, or more so, like, eyeshadow, because I, I, I never even had foundation. I would change my nails every week, like, I would paint them myself. I, y- y- you know, I just, I thought it was fun. And then in college as well, like, I preferred to look, you know, decent. And I would have people say, like, yo, like, why do you even care? And my thing is, why do you care? Because I didn't say shit about the fact that you came in the same pajamas that you've been wearing for the past five fucking days, right? Why did you choose to open your mouth about me making sure my hair is done and that and me making sure I've showered and me wearing a cute outfit? I don't know like also as well there's nothing more disappointing to me than having a closet full of cute clothes and choosing not to wear it or choosing to wear it only once a month it's the fucking point then anyway so this girl was told she was a try hard which is bullshit and it just made me think about how when i was in la this one girl would say to me anytime she would see me look cute which was all the time oh like where are you going what are you doing 
because she would purposely choose to dress herself in she had a lot of issues in clothes that fit this not aesthetic but personality that she wanted to go for she wanted to it was almost like she wanted to perceive make herself look like she was one of the boys quote unquote not in an androgynous way but like a look at me i just throw on a big t-shirt and call it a day and i also feel like calling out any girls that dress cute and wear dresses it she wasn't doing it because she wanted to she was doing it because like she had developed an entire personality around calling herself low maintenance and extra spiritual right and i'd be like yo i'm just going to the grocery store we and also we live in la like you can get scouted off the street i'm not going out looking like some weird hippie that hasn't showered in the month sorry <laughs> i'm not especially not because especially when that's not your your lifestyle and personality either for those people that that's their life all for it but that wasn't hers and for her it was just like she had no personality or anything so she just needed to pick an image and run with it and that's what she had picked and it had no connection to her it just made her feel cool and like little righteous and she would make these little like side comments and i would just like and it really really began to bother her so i'd wake up every day do my hair and she even heard me like blow drying and she was like blow drying my hair which i do almost every morning if i don't air dry it's one or the other and she was like oh you must be getting ready for something like a big day because i heard you with a blow dryer and i'd only known her for like a minute and I was like, no, I do my hair every day. Whether or not I blow dry just depends on how, how, um, because I'll either blow dry my hair or I'll drive with the, I'll drive with the windows down in the morning. <laughs> it's like, yo, it just really depends on whether or not I feel like putting that heat or like just air in my hair or I feel like, um, just letting it air dry. But this is like my daily. And she, it was just a weird comment she had made with the implication of trying to make it feel like I was doing a lot, you know? So there was this one time I had gone out with a friend, and this friend was also the same person that um, who had known that the guy that I was seeing was using me as the girl he was cheating on, right? And she had said, and I knew this was a projection, and I also knew her her boyfriend or friend's boyfriend, I forget which one, had told me, you know, everyone's jealous of you, including her. And this was the end of our friendship at that time. Um, things were just fizzling out. So as this event occurred that I'm going to tell you about, this was towards the end, you know. We were going to go out and get, get lunch or something. And she says to me, weird 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 comment because we're going to a full-blown restaurant even if we weren't it would still be weird but we're going to a full-blown restaurant and she says oh are we gonna dress ugly today because i'm not i'm just planning on looking ugly and i said it just flew out of my mouth babe who's we no i'm looking cute you don't have to get dressed like you don't have to look cute but i look cute every day and she kind of paused and uh froze over the phone because first of all, don't put my name and ugly in the same sentence. Second, it was very intentional, like on a subconscious level, extremely intentional. Like, hey, you're, I think you're really pretty and it kind of bothers me. And I already 
am withholding very important information from you because I'm already jealous of you. I would also prefer you not go out to this restaurant looking good. Like, if you could please ugly it down a little bit. And I said, no. The fuck? Like, what, what do I look like? Also, when you take care of yourself really well and routinely, you'll notice it's not a chore to go out and get ready. Like, I've gotten to a point where you can text me and say, Nia, like, we're going to a five-star restaurant in 30 minutes. Get ready. One with curly hair is kind of cool because, like, my hair is already done for the day, you know. Once I wake up in the morning and do it, it's done. But, all right. Shower. I know how to do a full-blown but cute but not a lot, very, very lightweight, effort- effortless makeup look in literally five minutes. I take care of myself and my health and my body so I have the confidence to where I feel good in anything I put on. So all I have to do is maybe a five-minute makeup look. Truly, no more than five minutes. I mean that. Throw on a cute dress and some shoes, and I'm out the door. So keep that in mind as well. When you take care of yourself and you really invest into yourself and your health and your mental health, it begins from being an hour, two hours to get, like two or three hours to get ready, which it used to for me, to you can get ready and be ready for a full-blown date or dinner or something or event in under an hour or like 30 40 minutes i'm at the point now where my best friend will say like yo how quick can you get ready because where i'm at where i'm at now in new york she lives 10 minutes away and i'm like yo just give me 15 minutes and she will be at my door in 15 minutes and i will look entirely different like you know i'll just be be chilling at home feet up big t-shirt and i will be ready ready for when we go out the door it doesn't matter if we're just going to the park so i think that's something that's cool too like I've noticed it used to take me forever to get ready and I never even felt satisfied once I was ready. And now that I focused on myself and my gut health and and my allowing myself to receive and allowing myself to sit in my femininity more and take ownership of that rather than fight it. And since I focused on, you know, not letting work beat me down and taking more control over my work life and eating healthy and investing in myself that way. Things just feel so seamless, you know? And I thought it was so interesting that she had almost pretty much asked me or confirmed with me that we would be looking ugly for lunch. Right? No. Okay, this is going on for a while. I... You guys know I can talk. I want to stop this here. But um, if you're listening to this now, I also challenge you to really channel this leo season energy if you feel ready to step out of your cocoon do it if you don't work on yourself in the cocoon if you feel like you're stalling in place allow that best thing you can do if you're stalling in place just take care of yourself drink water go for like a 30 40 minute walk every day do some stomach vacuums if you can do your skincare eat three meals a day that's it three healthy meals a day that's it bare minimum sounds like a lot but when you get into routine just do that just do that and you'll feel with this leo season and Lionsgate energy the things you'll be able to bring into your life and manifest when you set a good foundation for yourself as well as not entertaining people that don't like you not speaking with people that don't like you not being friends with people that don't like you 
not going to weird house parties like you'll notice you'll notice how interestingly things will develop all right i love you guys so much and i will talk to you soon bye